0: Summer driving season is upon us. That's a combination of tons of traffic, all our roads under construction all at once, and a ton of accidents. That's summertime in Michigan. We have a ton of accidents, and if you are injured in one injury, Attorney David Feminino and his team are ready to help you right now. It's simple. He doesn't take a fee until he wins your case. You could speak to David personally right now by calling 855-65-CRASH, or you can go to that website anytime. GetDavidGetPaid.com. All right, 97-1. TJ Lang joining us. Lions win pretty damn easy last night. TJ, welcome. Thank you. What are you on, like three hours of sleep here? You going to be all right? Uh,
1: I think I got about five, four, four and a half.
0: Roberto, can you run in a cup of iced coffee? Please? I already had
1: one. Well, get him let's another. in a little all bit. Right, I think I'll make it.
0: Make it let's happen. Uh, if you want to ask TJ a question, and, and I'm going to ask TJ a question. He'll never answer it, but it'll be exciting for everybody. Uh, 248-539-9797. TJ, what we've talked about today was kind of a this idea that you guys are back on track, at least a game you had to have. You couldn't lose last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you, I know you're not allowed to say it. Packers were a lot worse than I thought. I mean, my goodness. But you're you're 4-4. Four four. You know what the schedule lays out to be. It's this idea of divisionally speaking, your next two weeks, you're going to play some bad teams, and then it's all about Minnesota coming here. Do you feel like you've kind of stemmed the tide now? You got one you had to have. You're going to come home. You're going to play some teams that, let's face it, if you know what you're doing, you're going to win. Mm-hmm. You feel like this is back where it needs to be now?
1: Uh, I, I feel like it was a it was a win that we had to have. Um, I, don't, I don't think we've cured everything that, that we're trying to get fixed with our team, but it, it's definitely a – a uh, great step in the right direction, no doubt about that. I mean, we talked about all week. What, what is that? Keep what it was it, Bell? Don't worry, just keep, just keep going. <laughs> Am I picking up to something here? <laughs> what is going on? Just keep... see, I forgot what I'm saying. My, uh, two minutes into the <laughs> show, and Sully's already, pissing me off. <laughs> but home, teach, teach, this is the
0: problem. He got a new. He's, he's now the new voice of Mister B's and Royal Oak. He Ooh. thinks he's a big shot. Mm. I'm on a conference call. You know, I said I don't know what this has to do with anything. Sully, <laughs> you're ready. Sully, you ready to meet, talk about the show. He goes, "Hey, you bearded freak, shut up." I'm on a conference call. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: <laughs> oh, carry man. on. So you're. I, you're, I forgot you're what I'm saying. You're back was I on saying? track. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think there were a lot of people yesterday that were, you know. Thinking that we won the game and everything's all good and, and everything's all rosy, but you know, we, we obviously uh, games, a big man. win for us last night going into Lambo. Those division games are never never easy, they're always tough, and obviously, everybody knows that. Um, thank you. Everybody knows that
0: you <laughs> know, <laughs> I, I, Pack- a rock.
1: <laughs> Packers are missing their quarterback. It is what it is, but you know, we, we, we played well enough on offense to go out there and win the game, and uh, we, we still got a lot of things to clean up, though, especially in the running game. A couple more things uh, in the red zone popped up, but. Overall, to go in there, uh, you know, watch watch Matthew and the, and the receivers have a have a huge day. Get back on track with the passing game uh, was obviously key, and um, you know, definitely uh, like you said, I mean, we, we get to come back home now, and we, our, our whole thing's about consistency. We got to make sure we're building on it, not just playing uh, at a high level. One le- one week falling off, the next week we got to be consistent. We're in the second half of the of the season now, and and now is when uh, you really got to take off and. Uh, you know, just keep stacking those uh, good performances. Well,
0: if I do have a programming note, if you lose to the Browns, the show's canceled. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Come on. Please, don't do that to any of us. Listen, now, uh, pass blocking, I mean, you guys gave Stafford 15 seconds to throw the ball, so that's not the issue. The running game has been a big point of discussion today. Mm. Now, specifically, I mean, TJ, the goal line stuff. Just, will you please help explain this? Because it doesn't add up. Mm -hmm. The offensive line, you got too many good players up there to look like this. I know the running backs; it's not like you got Eric Dickerson in his prime back there. But gee, I mean, this is, teach what what is this?
1: Um, Combination, I, I think you know with with offensive line. You know, obviously, I think early in the game there we had a nice play call. Uh, getting the toss out to the to the outside, Rick pulled around, really didn 't have anybody to block <laughs> yeah that was that was like you on
0: the screen <laughs> and,
1: and kind of a kind of a walk in there, but uh you know the rest of the plays were you know we tried to jam a couple up in the middle there, they had a lot of guys in the box, and um you know you, you got to make it work against tough looks, i mean it doesn 't matter if they 're bringing you know six seven, eight guys you got to make sure you get try to get a hat on a hat and at least get a yard into the end zone and uh you know i 'll take responsibility for the you know we checked to a sneak down there, should have been a walk in and uh, lost track of the backer, kind of came up, made a play you know, there on the third and one, so that was obviously tough again, two weeks in a row that you know kind of lost track of a guy down there at the goal line, but um, you know we just got to find a way to, to get better. I think we took a little bit of a different approach this week, tried to stay more spread out on the goal line and um, found a little bit of success uh, early in the game, but fell off a little bit late and we just got to make sure you know that that area of our game uh, picks up and be, and and gets consistent because you, you like I mean like you know you can't go out there and throw the ball 50 60 times and expect to win every single game you got to go out there you got to be balanced and uh you know keep the defense on their toes a little bit or and, have uh, 10
0: people on the field
1: What was that? Did we have 10 people on the field.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Ay ay um, That one flew over my head. All right, that's
0: record. that's okay. Uh listen, 2485399797. I had to ask you about this because it's also something. Do you have another enemy in the media we don't know about? I don't think so. T- I want you to take a listen to this. Gruden was very rough on, on, on you and Rick. Take a listen oh, to Oh, I this. think I heard that. Yeah. There's T.J. Lang, general manager. Bob Quinn invested a lot of money and resources in the offensive line, and high-priced free agents have to pick it up. Your response yeah. to Chucky. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, I've never had a problem with, <laughs> with Gruden. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here. I don't think I played bad at all this year by any means. Uh, you know, a little bit inconsistent at times. You know, in, in the run game, but um, I mean, those guys need something to talk about. You know. I, oh I, I, my! We well, had him on Monday yeah, night, 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 night Football, week two of well, the Giants. Man. He used Kershaw. As he was hollering out an audible. It's it's He's right, his right, good right. buddy, the out. outstanding pitcher for the Dodgers. What the hell happened there? The Kershaw reference? No,
0: you oh, tackling your own running yeah, back. So and I, was that Clay yelling at you? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Clay and I you know, obviously have a good rivalry, a lot of years practicing against each other. But it was a run to the left. I, I was trying to cut off the nose tackle. He kind of looped out It tried to get around the edge. I got picked off by a down block, tried to get around there and navigate my r- way around and, ended up getting tangled with the running back one of the most uh you know embarrassing things i think can, can happen for offensive alignment so
0: was uh, graceful
1: yeah it wasn't uh, wasn't my proudest moment of the, of the day that's for sure i was actually in a movie pitch perfect too best box office hit ever
0: <laughs> i don't have the buttons what are you looking at me for
1: i'm, I'm just soaking it in
0: no, I'm going to tell you Sully's getting himself in trouble today. he <laughs> thinks he's hot bleep. It's going to happen. Now Roberto told me to play that one. Did he get a raise? Did he get a raise or something? I tell you, Let's it's age. Kids out of control. 2-4-8-5-3-9-97-97. Nine, I did have a a question on the screenplay. Um and it was a great call. I mean, it was the perfect call. They they brought a zero blitz. I don't mm. think there was anybody back there. Now you get out in the flat. You don't have anyone to hit. Mm-hmm. Now I know for the first ten yards you want to make it look good, like I'm actually going to run. Want to show a little bit of my breakaway speed. But then <laughs> it's clear on camera. At what point do you go? All right, f this. There ain't nobody to hit. I'm never <laughs> catching him. I'm going to power this puppy down. Cause basically you faded out of that TV picture pretty quick. Once uh, it went down the field, when did you just say to hell with this? I'm done running.
1: You know, I, I, I looked out to the right and it looked like the defensive end was kind of spying. And then he got caught in no man's land, tried to rush again. So I basically said, you know, screw him. I'm going to try. And by the time I looked up field, Theo was right next to me and I took off sprinting and I was trying to scream at him to slow down so I could get in front of him. Cause I, there was nobody out there. They brought the house on that play. And, uh, he told me after the game, he you know he he doesn't once he gets going full speed, man, he's 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 going. And well,
0: I, I'd say first ten yards. He you covered, put a, you put a show on for the crowd. Uh, you really tried to sprint for about ten yards.
1: I tried, man. And I then t- I could see it
0: in your face. <laughs> you went f this.
1: It's cold. My hammies started tightening up a little bit. I you know I figured I <laughs> got to save myself. But uh, I by the time I covered about five yards, he was then he got to about fifteen yards in front of me, and at that point, I'm just like, well, I might as well just. Try to stay close and uh, uh, you know stay in pitch relationship if I can if, if something breaks down. But I don't know. I'm not as fast as uh, Theo Riddick. No, uh, as shocking as that may sound. I just wonder so.
0: when it's acceptable on film. Like you go in today, the screen was the perfect call, perfectly executed. You got mm-hmm. nobody to hit. Do you get yelled at if you quit on the play, or is this like college where they're like, run to the line?
1: No, I mean I, I was you know I was right there. As soon as he got tackled and went down, I was at that point probably. 10 yards behind him, five mm. yards behind him, and, you know, we can watch the film. <laughs> Check tape. <laughs> yeah, and I got down there and I picked him up, so I was covering and, and just making sure. That's, that's part of the offensive line's job is, uh, you know, once you see the ball carry your pass, once you see the ball thrown, you cover downfield in case there's a fumble or something goofy happens around the pile. So uh, I was close enough. Obviously... I don't think any coaches expect me to outrun Theo and try to go get in front of him, get a block. But he took off full speed, and at that point, it was just like, you know, let me let me just chase the play in case anything does anything weird happens down there. So, uh, obviously, a great play call.
0: Do you do you think? Because again, this is probably the most like fan take ever, but it, it's the only idea I can think of. Because you're not going to change your scheme middle of the year. But would a fullback help you guys in a short yardage goal line? position here I know you don't carry one I know you're like the Giants you don't care I mean TJ I'm running out of ideas here do you think a fullback could help you is that something that you know you you, I mean I know in Green Bay you guys had great success Mm -hmm. whether it was or whatever the hell his name is or Kuhn is a fullback something we could do I mean there's got to be an unemployed guy you could line up there and just throw him in
1: I mean it's not a crazy thought but at the same time a lot of uh, short yardage goal line situations early in the year we had um you know, Orloff, Nick right? B- Nick Ballor. one of the you it. know Mike linebackers playing fullback, and actually had a lot of nice plays out of that package out of third and third and short. Whether goal line plays, we we had a big conversion against the uh, against the Panthers on one Zenner ran for about twenty yards on a short yardage. We scored a touchdown on a sweep. You know, same situation with Belore in the backfield and um you know so that's something that we definitely have in the playbook i think the fact that we tried to use it against pittsburgh and kind of got stuffed uh you know kind of it, it it can lose confidence a little bit with the coaching staff and that's why this past game we kind of went a little bit more spread out and tried to you know keep their keep their sub defense on the field with with more dbs and try to cram it up there that didn't work so i'm sure we'll you know take a look at that as well to see if we can you know, get a better package on the field to obviously convert. But it, to me, it's not about the personnel on the field. It's about just the guys uh, specifically up front, making sure we're, we're doing our part and we're executing because uh, it doesn't matter if you have a fullback. doesn't matter if you have a couple of receivers out there. If you're not, you know, if you're not blocking, it uh, doesn't matter who's in the backfield. They're, you know, success rate's going to go down.
0: Uh, by the way, at, at the end of segment one, I believe, Sully, how many cliche bells did you hit there? Three, I believe. Yeah. All right. So we'll keep a tally here as the hour goes along. Sully believes there's too many cliches in the football talk. He wanted to ding you on those. Mm. How do you feel about that? Well, no. oh my, oh Stevie, this is going south. What, what cliches
1: did I use? I mean, what do you want me to say? You asked me about the run game. I said we need to be more consistent. What are you, you looking it. at I me for? He's for the one it. doing it. Don't look at me. <laughs> you know. I mean do you want me to come in here and act all sad because we didn't run the ball? We scored thirty points against a division rival on the road. No, yes. it's
2: it's just I'm not it's come it's, in here sad it's automated, it's not
0: me. <laughs> it's automated. <laughs> okay. Like hell. All right, we'll get to you the people next. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. And also the rapid fire ticket text with TJ Lang, nine seven one three six. Sully'll put those together if he's not too busy on a conference call with a client. Ninety seven one. We'll get with the people momentarily. Uh, some of the people have suggestions for Sully's bartending uh, appearance here coming up at uh, Mr. B's. We'll read those a little later. Uh, the bell is for when he gives Caldwell-isms, and I love it. That's from Shrek. Uh, can someone ask TJ what he thinks about making Ashawn Robinson a fu- a fullback in goal line situation?
1: Hey, I know he's been...
0: Uh... He did it before at, at Bama.
1: Yeah, well... I don't remember if it was a preseason or early in the year we had uh, one of our backup defensive ends doing it uh Barrett and uh then he ended up getting dropped down to practice squad and I know A'shawn was was pushing for it but uh
0: you know hey maybe not a bad idea. Well anything's better than the, the current deal. And yeah, if if I'm Abdullah gonna... fumbles again at the goal line he he has to be benched. That can't yeah, happen. I thought
1: you know I, hey I mean I'm I'm not going to sit here and say you know, obviously, that's something that you need to clean up, but I think he's done a pretty good job throughout the year of ball security, so uh, maybe yesterday was just the anomaly. I think uh, I, th- I think he'll be
0: fine going forward. TJ, were you jealous that Mahalik got to catch a ball, and have you ever caught one?
1: Uh, I have never caught one, uh, but yeah, that was a pretty impressive play uh, to obviously find the ball up in the air, catch it, and... It was huge because it forced <laughs> the clock kept running. It forced them to use their last timeout. So I know at that point the game was a little bit out of control. But you never know with those situations. They they had to burn the last timeout, and um, you know, big play by him. But no, I have never caught one. Not in the NFL, at least.
0: Pound for pound, who's the strongest player you've ever played with?
1: Uh, p- phew, probably Mike Daniels. To be honest with you. I mean, that guy was a uh, he scares he's a beast. Me. Yeah, he's very strong. I think he's a psycho uh he's very <laughs> he's he's uh you know he carries a lot of chips on his shoulder that's for sure and uh you know one of uh, one of my favorite teammates uh my time in green bay just the the intensity that he uh that he came came to play with uh, in practice and games was was impressive
0: Uh, Thanks for doing the show weekly, TJ. You're the best part of Mike's entire program. Mm, No problem. Is that from you across the table? (laughs) Gruden sounded like Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite, constantly reliving his glory years. Um, Are we going to get to the turkey hold?
1: today did you guys discuss that at all
0: oh you didn't oh you didn't hear the song earlier oh, all right we can do that at five thirty if you mm, like I'm we excited. have an homage to that yes oh you also never oh you didn't get to hear the open uh we'll have to get to that too mike do you want to do the rapid fire before we get these phone calls are you are you with us yeah absolutely are you sounds gonna good. make it
2: till six o'clock sully of course yeah sounds good man
0: wow <laughs> That was believable. That was All right. Great attitude. That was almost as bad as Jameis Winston <laughs> sucking his fingers.
2: <laughs> Nothing will be as bad as that. Yeah, I
0: agree. Sully, you ready? Yeah, I guess. Oh, I'm always ready. You know that. All right, listen. Always. Why don't you – I'll tell you what. Get yourself together. I'm going to go to the people. We'll talk to you at 530. I, I don't feel the buy-in right now. We're going to go to Brian on a cell. Brian, you're on with TJ Lang.
2: Hello, yes. Hey, guys. How you doing?
0: What's up, Brian? What's up, hey, T.J.? I got a
2: question. My question is this. Now, uh, during your up-and-coming schedule, uh, the team that you had to play this weekend, did you guys feel like uh, that you guys should sit out and let the bench come in and play? Because this, queen, this team here the Browns is a straight-up trashy team. What you, what's what you think, TJ? Um... I mean, this. I mean, I this think. I mean, this college, team is, you know, this is no is in, i I'm right. for this team to go 0 16. This uh, team is just straight up trash.
1: Yeah, I, I know. I mean, I understand right, what you're me, saying here, but right.
0: uh, let, let me help. This Can I a, help you? Let me help you, okay? As much as I bust your balls for not answering yeah. certain things, I want to help you with this, brother. Brother, this ain't Pacific coming to town this week, and they ain't favored by 50. All right, this isn't Eastern going to LSU. <laughs> All right? This is still the NFL. You don't just sit your starters. Oh, man. Just, I need to help you with, now, I know Cleveland's booty, and he can't say it, but but come on now. Yeah, Teach, do me a favor. Go into the old lineman room. T- tell the old line coach, listen, we're going to take the week off. Let the backups play this week. It's homecoming. <laughs> Jeez.
1: You know, the only thing I could say to that is, I mean, we're a 4-4 four and four football team. We're not walking around with our chest puffed out like we're, you know. Uh, big, bad, you know, team, and uh, we still got a lot of things we got to improve on. So, uh, but uh, no, I, ha- I, don't I, think I don't think we're going to be.
0: Go to Scott. Any Scott, story. you're on with TJ.
2: <laughs> hey, Mike, go green. Hey, yeah. TJ. Guys, I, I absolutely love these segments. The one with Braylon on Thursday and the one with TJ tonight, it's awesome. And, Mikey, mm. thank goodness our coach, who decided to continue kicking the ball to Barkley, the whole game, thank goodness Barkley didn't burn us. But So TJ, just before the second half kickoff, the TV camera showed you saying something that, that looked super, super funny to Stafford on the sidelines. I mean, he, he had this smile and laugh on his face that you just don't usually see him looking like. And it was like you told him a story about how you farted next to Mrs. Ford or something like that. I'm dying to know. What were you guys talking about? What
0: did um, you tell him?
1: Uh man, you know I have no idea. Oh jeez. <laughs> Come oh. on. I do, I I just Mike, helped I, you. I, I cannot I don't recall having a humorous conversation with him. I think oh, oh, oh geez, I just, I'm sorry to disappoint you, man. Like I I'd, I'd have to go back and maybe watch the TV copy, but the only I mean the only thing I was saying yesterday I, was it like right before kickoff in the third quarter? I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think we were just talking about, you know, getting the ball and obviously going down and, you know, scoring again and trying to put the game out of hand. I don't remember saying anything oh, man. humorous. I don't know. Maybe uh, he was laughing. at. I was getting heckled pretty bad behind the bench yesterday from the Packer fans. Maybe somebody said something in the crowd and got him to laugh. I, I've, I mean, I wish I could even, like, just kind of ad-lib and come up with something funny, but I don't
0: recall, mm. and, you know. Let's go to Tom. That was I'm disappointing. Sorry, yeah. Tom, you're on with TJ Lang. Hey, Mikey, great show. TJ, solid win last night. Hey, thanks, Tom. The, the offensive line did a great job, in fact, including picking up the Green Bay blitz. Were you and the way Matthew was picking them apart? Were you guys surprised that they continued to try and blitz, considering what was happening when they did? I'm eyeing up and listening, but great. Great win and good luck the rest
1: of the year. All right, thank you, Tom. Uh, no, I don't think I was surprised because uh, early in the game, uh, obviously being around Dom Capers for a long time and and you know knowing how Green Bay likes to play defense, uh, I think you realize they kind of whatever they show you early in the game, they they usually tend to stick with and. To me, it it seemed like their whole game plan yesterday was loading the box, blitzing, trying to stop the run, and and just putting our receivers in one on one situations and and seeing if they could go up and make plays, which obviously we proved that we were able to do. But I I wasn't surprised by it, especially in the second half. um, You know, we had a couple score lead, and that's usually a situation where you try to run the ball, burn some time off the clock, and they had some good success against us. When we were running the ball and and they were bringing extra guys into the box and, you know, kind of kind of shutting us down on that end so I wasn't surprised that they kept uh, kept with their game plan because it worked uh, most of the game uh, at at least when we called the runs when we called the pass uh, I know we burned them a couple times with this especially with some big screens and obviously uh, you know Marvin uh, TJ Jones Golden Tate making some big plays as well uh, taking advantage of those one-on-ones in the secondary so um, some good timely Calls by by coach uh, by, by by Jim Bob with the with the screens. It seems like uh, it seemed like we we hit a couple big ones there that uh, probably made a big difference in the game.
0: All right, we'll do the rapid fire next. I know TJ, uh, we had created something last week that I don't think you had a chance to hear, but it was an homage to your unfortunate burping into the microphone and not really realizing it was on. Uh, well we, there's uh, not
1: a burp button over here there's a cough button
0: well it's the same there's difference no. <laughs> but we have that we also have you've requested the turkey hole uh reset and we've created something for that too but we also have the rapid fire more phone calls and we'll see if sully is still with us uh tj please go give him a hug uh, he needs one man he's sulky sully today yeah. this is tough it's tough to see a star i'm
2: i'm legitimately perfectly fine I yeah, don't you, know so, you sound
0: play. great sulky 90 Absolutely sulky fine. sully <laughs> 97-1. <laughs> well, there that Ooh, is. Boy. <laughs> and now do you see what we're... Oh, God. And by the way, Sully, you got to have Ryan uh, give us a warning. You know, I'm joking around with the guy in here. And then Ryan breaks into tragic news, and I immediately cover my mouth because I'm, I'm laughing about something unrelated. And, he, and then he's breaking news that Roy Halliday passed away today. There
2: are a lot of things I'd like Ryan to improve upon, believe me.
0: Oh, oh man. Oh, my. Taking shots at everybody today. Sully is, Oof. man, oh,
2: man. Wow. But I'll make that, I'll add that to the long list of things I need to talk to him about.
0: Oh. <laughs> smell okay. a feud developing. All right. Well, let's get to the rapid fire. Can I start the rapid fire with a question? Stick a text, 97136. TJ. Yep. What is wrong with Jim Caldwell? He was wearing a please sign my shirt Goodell sweatshirt last night. What? He wasn't the coach of the Lions. He was the coach of the NFL. Who wears league branded stuff? His sweatshirt had a crest in the middle of it and no Lions logo. Was
1: it uh was it like one of those green ones?
0: No. It was just uh, black with an NFL logo in the middle. What is it, the Blandino <laughs> collection? <laughs> what is
1: wrong with him? I, I don't know. I didn't uh didn't catch my eye.
0: <laughs> did
2: did you guys see that last <laughs> night? Yep, absolutely. What is wrong with him? Uh, Wear a lion's hat at least though, right?
0: Oh, uh, great. Okay, rapid fire.
2: <laughs> yeah, by the way, first question, uh, Gator asked me earlier today to ask TJ this. Mm, Gator wait. Gator wanted to ask you, um, he felt like the Packers were getting an advantage like they knew the snap, snap count last night. Did you get any sort of vibe that they were getting better jumps than usual? Uh, no. I think uh, we caught him a couple times,
1: uh, you know, jumping the snap count, mixing it up a little bit. Obviously, it's tough. Uh on road games, you know, because most of the stuff is silent, the center just, uh, you know, the quarterback's not very vocal because of the crowd noise. So, uh, but no, I, I thought we did a good job changing it up. We got Clay offsides one time, we got another guy offsides another time, but uh, didn't snap it in time to get the penalty. But I, I thought it was, uh, you know, I thought it was pretty clean from that end.
2: Next. All right, now from the people. TJ, what do you think of Brian Mahalik, the way he stepped in?
1: He's a battler. I think. Uh, you know, the guy came into the NFL as a defensive lineman a couple years ago. Uh, spent some time with Pittsburgh. Obviously, we picked him up here uh, back earlier this year. He, he's he's done a great job. He, he's come a long way in that offensive line room. And uh, when Greg got hurt, obviously stepped up. And it was, left tackle is not easy to play in this league, uh, especially with some of the pass rushers that he's seen the last couple weeks, especially I think he's, he's done a hell of a job.
2: Next, a few people asking how it felt to have a touchdown celebration last night. Did you uh, spike the ball, right?
1: Oh yeah, I did spike the ball. I didn't really want to, but my teammates kind of forced me to do it and it was if I had to grade it, I'd give it a probably a 3.7 on a 10 point scale. Uh, my gloves were a little slippery and it just <laughs> it just kind of fell out of my hand, so
2: Next. Did you guys practice outside more this past week to prepare for the cold?
1: Uh we try to practice outside as much as we can. Uh, whether it's raining, uh, hot, cold, it doesn't matter. We try to get out on the on the grass as much as we can.
2: Next. T.J., what was it like going back
1: to Green Bay? It was about what I thought it would be. I think uh, walking around the stadium pregame and kind of getting loose. Uh, Obviously, a uh, lot of great memories uh, in in that stadium. But once the game started, uh, nothing but focus on, on going out there and doing anything I had to do to make sure we got a win.
0: What's the nastiest name you were called last night?
1: You know, I didn't really get called many names because a lot of people were screaming at me, trying to get my attention, and I just kept ignoring them. I think that's the best way to, to approach it. If you if you turn around, if you acknowledge it, uh, they tend to lay into you a, a lot more. But if you ignore them and pretend you, you don't hear them, uh, you know, it usually goes away.
0: All right,
2: next. Do you guys fly home in the morning after the game or in the evening right after the game? Is there a team playing? What do you guys do on long flights? Ugh. Uh.
1: Okay, Uh, yes, we fly home after the game. Obviously, it it takes a little bit of time with the press conferences and all that, but head to the airport and guys watch movies, you know, sit and and relax a little bit and, you know, maybe play some cards. Um, What were the other eight questions in that?
2: That was it. That was it, basically. (laughs) Next. (laughs) How much insight did you provide Jim Bob Cooter on the offense on the Packers' defense this past week?
1: I think we talked a lot about more specifically, individual matchups. Uh, we spent a lot of time in the offensive line room discussing, uh, you know, Clay Matthews, Nick Perry, Mike Daniels, uh, what type of players they are, what type of moves they like. Um, you can't really give huge tips away as to, you know, calls and things of that nature because, you know, team, obviously when you're playing somebody who was a former teammate, you know they're going to give away those things. So you tend to change it up and try to play that uh, sort of mental game with them. But, you know, we, we talked a little bit more about, individual matchups and uh you know the best way to approach those. So I think uh I think it probably went a long way.
2: Next next question here, nine seven one three six TJ, do you play Madden? And if so, what's your opinion of having yourself in the game? Um
1: I play a little bit, you know, not much. Uh I think I was kind of excited about it more in college, you know, when when I finally got into a video game. It was pretty cool, but it just is what it is, man. I don't make a huge deal about it.
2: Next. TJ, do you know what the turkey hole throw is?
1: I do now. Yeah, it's that zone between the uh, right between the corner and the safety on a cover two defense, I believe. Never heard it called a turkey hole before, but um, it's a pretty impressive term for it, I suppose.
0: Next.
2: TJ, would you eat that W if Stafford licked his fingers, <laughs> Joe, North Carolina? <laughs>
1: Man, I'm not going to lie. That was one of the most embarrassing <laughs> pregame speeches I've ever seen. Thank you. I, People I, yelled was, at me and they went,
0: oh, Mike doesn't like fun. I go, it's not fun. It's a no, guy acting like was, a clown. And
1: you know what made it bad, too? I mean, it wouldn't have been as bad if, if his teammates got riled up, but the looks on their faces. They were like, <laughs> like oh, my God, I'm going to follow this hole out onto the
0: field?
1: <laughs> thats I mean, if the guys would have got riled up, he could have been like, okay, that was kind of funny. It was kind of cool. But it was just... it it was just dead, man. It was, it it was brutal.
0: Uh, next one more TJ,
2: who talks the most trash to you on defense? And I assume this is specific to last night.
1: Uh, Mike Daniels. I think, uh, we've had a hell of a rivalry, you know, the past five years in practice. And, uh, he was always a guy that I, re- I respected the hell out of. I know he respects me as a player. We, we had uh, we had quite a few battles on the practice field, so uh, definitely uh, <laughs> not very chippy last night with any of the extracurricular, but during the play, I mean, it was you could tell we both wanted to get after each other.
0: All right, uh, TJ, we will get you the uh, turkey hole that you've requested next moment of the day, a couple more odds and ends, 97-1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.